The Radium Podcast, episode 84. Thanks for coming back. We're going to talk about something that I see a lot of in the industry, but I don't think a lot of people understand, and that is the different business models that you can take being a musician, an artist, a producer, an engineer, a rapper, a singer, whatever. But today I'm going to focus mainly on producers and composers, beat makers, you know, the production role. So here's the thing. A lot of people think that the music industry, being in the music industry, means you are getting placements with record deals, uh, record label deals, uh, publishers, you're placing with big artists. If you don't have a placement, you're not in the music industry. You don't have a, a placement with little little doo-doo head. Oh man, you ain't lit, bro. Oh, you got you got a placement with little doo doo-doo poo-poo. Oh man, dude, you're you're not him, man. All right. Let me talk about the two different ways that you can really work the music industry and why I recommend doing both, okay? Now, the first way is chasing placements. It's working for someone else. As far as I'm concerned, if you're going to be chasing placements as a producer, i.e. you are a beat maker and you send out packs all the time, you send out loops to other producers and you're trying to get placements, like straight up. You're just like, oh, how do I get a new placement on the latest, you know, uh, I don't even know who's relevant right now. The baby, little baby, one of the babies, okay? The babies out there, you're like, yo, I need to get a placement with that baby and I need a placement with Drake, right? Uh, that's like one way of working in the music industry. Um, I would say that it's really like working for somebody else. You're working for the record labels. You're working for the artist. You're working to fit into their sound. You're not really building your own name. If you actually do get a placement, you have to become really good at leveraging that placement, meaning you have to advertise and have a business model set up for yourself, social media presence, YouTube channel, something to promote that thing that you've done that you can then substantiate and then you can turn into other business because let's face it, a placement for you might get you a little advance payment, might get you a little back end. If it's not a complete smash hit, that's about it, right? So that's number one. And I think it's important that you do work on uh, working with other artists and working with labels, working with publishers. I think there's a really big opportunity there. And me, myself, as Radium and working um, in that space, I don't chase placements. I chase business partnerships, meaning I'd love to sign you know, a publishing deal where I make a five-song EP or a single or I sign a song over to a library for sync licensing. We do an advanced deal, and then we do a 50-50 back-end split, sync fee split, etc. I think that's a great idea for a business partnership. Um, I do not spend a majority of my time doing it. I don't barely spend any time doing it, pitching out to labels and stuff. And why? Because it's just not, it's working for someone else. If I want to work for someone else, I'll go get a job, right? I'll uh, go get hired at a music studio under a producer and I'll just work for them, right? This is what we're doing. We're pitching out for this thing, right? And we're working for, uh, for Lil Wayne or we're working for Kanye or we're working for someone else. We're working for Universal. We're working for Warner Brothers. Okay, cool. Like take the job, become an employee because that's what you're doing when you're chasing placements. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just straight up. I want to be really, really 100% clear. Nothing wrong with that. But that is the first way of working in the music industry. And I think that that idea has become so open 
And uh, so many people, like the market is becoming so flooded. It's like a bloody red ocean now that I don't think it's a very good idea to put all your eggs in that basket. If you already have some great placements and you have some really great relationships with um, different labels and artists under those labels and they're actually working with you, then that's a great idea, right? Um, you know, I worked for Mark Mothersbaugh for five years. He's a big time composer. I'd say he's in the top 25 composers in the world for, for film, TV commercials. And, uh, that's how it worked. I think maybe the best way it worked for him was he got relationships with directors. And when he connected with the directors, the directors would then talk to the studios, the Warner brothers, the Paramount pictures, et cetera, and talk them into hiring Mark to do the music because the director's like, yo, I make the creative decisions. We need to bring Mark in as the composer. And if you can build the relationships that way, you're going to be in a very, much, much better place rather than sending out packs to people you don't know, okay? Or artist managers, etc. Because the relationship is everything. The trust is everything. So if you connect with a really great A&R that is A&Ring this artist, that artist, and that artist, and they can connect the dots and you build a relationship with them, then yeah, that could lead to some great placements, right? But that relationship has to be rock solid, and, uh, and there's nothing guaranteed. You're literally working for free. So you're pitching because you're working for free. No one's paying you to make these tracks or produce or, you know, pitch out. That's why it's called a pitch, right? So there's that. There's placements, chasing placements. That's number one, right? That's the one way that you can work in the music industry. Uh, the second way you can work in the music industry, and we're not talking about, I'm not going to get into like e-commerce and all that, right? Because I feel like e-commerce is completely different and it's its own thing now okay so if you're going to be in e-commerce that's almost its own space it's not really the music industry i wouldn't say okay so a lot of people selling beats online and e-commercing and funnels and everything i use funnels radium uses funnels but i don't consider that part of the industry that we're working in okay so the other way i would say as a producer or beat maker or composer to work on stuff and build your business would be to find artists, find other, um, like if you're a composer, find like a violinist or find a pianist or a vocalist or somebody else, even like a music producer and you're an orchestrator that does orchestral and can great do great orchestral mock-up stuff, trailer music, etc. collab and find relationships you can build with those artists, um, Beat makers, find artists that aren't really that big, right? Like they're not huge. So you can make records with them and you can release records and do your own thing, right? Build your own business, release records, get streaming numbers up, market them yourselves, make your own content, um, and then maybe pitch to publishers or labels, sell the songs to artists on labels, major labels or publishers that you're not going to use on the records, right? So you kind of use that stuff that, that didn't go through and uh, you pitch that off to the publisher. Like say you're going to do a five song EP with an artist that you found that you really like and you're the producer and you're like, hey, let's go 50-50. And then anything that doesn't really feel like you as an artist and us as a team as collaborators, we'll just take those those songs and we'll pitch them to music libraries, to publishers, to labels and other artists and try to place those songs and have them buy those songs, right? So now you're kind of like killing like, like, you know, 
two birds with one stone because you're making songs and you're making stuff you want to make and building with an artist you really like and you have your own sound right and you're building your own brand and uh like let's say you know me as a producer if i was like yo bradley um and you know this artist like we're making a collaboration album that's a really great way it's kind of the second way i would recommend as a producer beat maker composer to build your music industry because you know, then you're making records, you're releasing records under your name and that artist's name, or maybe just the artist's name, but you're building your brand and your reputation and your own sound. You're not chasing the sound of Lil Doo Doo Head or, or, you know, Poopy 69 or whatever it is. You're not having to, you know, find the record that he would want and like make their sound and chase that because that's like working for somebody else. And then, you know, the A&R is going to have a ton of notes like, yeah, you know, man, we need to change this. And you know who we need to get on this is we need to get murder beats on this because then he'll do this and that. And, and then you get like your little tiny cut on it. And all you were really doing was working a job. That's all you're doing. You're working a job over here. You can be completely creative and you can work on what you want to work on. And you can collaborate with an artist that has paralleled vision with you. And you guys can build stuff and build assets, the songs and pitch them to other places if they don't fit you know you guys make something that doesn't fit the artists cool pitch it somewhere else but you can build your own sound with that artist and i think that's really really powerful and if you look at any of the biggest artists in the world you'll find that that's kind of how they've done it they've taken route two they don't take route one they're not like constantly like pitching you know and trying to get placements um you know drake drake and 40 that's great a great example right kendrick lamar and uh mixed by ali you know there's different producers that these artists work with engineers they work with all the time and they've made these collaborations and that's how they've branded themselves up their sound the sonics everything and it's a collaboration and they build their own sound and their own brand off of it as we look at these two ways you have to think i kind of have to do both right because if you're a producer just getting started or beat maker that really maybe you got one or two placements, you know, maybe they're big placements. Maybe you had a 21 Savage placement back in the day or something, right? And, you know, <laughs> you had something going on and um, nobody really knows you, though, still like you didn't really get your credit. You didn't leverage it very well because you just want to be behind the scenes making music then you might want to start building with another artist or building your own thing or putting out your own um, instrumental albums, right? Like releasing on Spotify and promoting yourself as a producer, as an artist, artist, producer, etc. Um, maybe you need to find some other artists that you really like and build with them. So you can build your own sound and your own brand and get recognized for that. Um, and then maybe if you're someone that's that's all you've been doing, but none of these songs have really popped off, and you may believe in it, but they're not really getting the marketing dollars behind them and nobody really has the resources to really push this stuff and get them in the right ears and eyes, then maybe you need to work a little bit on taking some packs, putting them together and getting some placements so you can leverage that for more marketing and more eyes and ears on the stuff that you're doing with this artist. So I kind of think they, they feed each other. But those are kind of like the two ways I look at it, um, building your production, beat maker, you know, getting getting your vibe and your name out there and your brand out there, establishing a sound for yourself. I think you have to do both. Um, the trap of number one and chasing placements all the time is that you don't actually have your own sound. Nobody really knows you for your sound. They know you for their, the songs that you placed, right? And you may have only done like the loop on a song. You may have done just some drum programming on it. It's like... That's not really that 
great. Like nobody's going to go like, wow, you're a producer and you, you made the kick drum on that, that track. It's like, yeah, okay, (laughs) cool. Anyone could have done that. Right. Who cares? But, um, a lot of the producers that are doing number one, they're also selling kits. They're leveraging their placements to sell loop packs, you know, melody loops, get a YouTube channel together and talk about their placements, how they got their placements. Here's the loops that I used on the place. Here, I use this drum pack on this placement. You should get my drum pack. And then that goes into e-commerce to me. Um, and then number two, you know, the downfall of that is that you could never, you know, really get a brand going or it popping off because you don't have enough people paying attention to the artists that you're working with. So I think you just kind of like you bounce between the two. Now, if it's me, I don't chase placements because I don't like the idea of working on something for free for a really long time with no promise because then you have no profit margin and you have no cash flow. And in business, if you run into a cash flow issue, you run out of oxygen. So if you can't breathe and you don't have any oxygen, which is the cash, then how are you going to how are you going to keep going with your business? How are you going to pay for your studio? How are you going to pay for your, your keyboards and your samples and your computer breaks down and your guitars? And how are you going to pay for everything? You know, how are you going to pay for your rent? How are you going to pay for your food? You know, not a a lot of us don't have the luxury of, you know, parents paying our rent and taking care of us or investors paying for our stuff. Right. Or, you know, that drug dealer that's just throwing you a a band, you know, a couple of bands every once in a while. Right. (laughs) So we have to do both. We have to be strategic. And, uh, you know, like I was saying, there's e-commerce as well. There's, uh, you know, you can do a lot of different things nowadays. The internet is like wide open and you're watching this on the internet. So it's like, you got to really just get your name out there and your brand out there, get your sound out there. But then you also like try to leverage those placements. And the way that I would do it is like, just work on number two, like make records with artists, make your own records, instrumental albums, you know, make your own music, put it out there, sell it, stream it, you know, market it, get something going any runoff, put it over here and pitch it over to labels and people that it would fit better. Cause you're always going to make songs and tracks and even demos like for commercials that I've written or TV shows. They're like outtakes that I can take and put somewhere else, right? I could put into a music library. Uh, I could put into sync. I can pitch to artists. I could put packets, uh, packs together for, you know, other people to write to and create other products with, right? So those are kind of the two ways I look at it. And hopefully this was like really uh, eye-opening for you. Maybe you already knew this information, but you know, this is the Radium Podcast. I wanted to give you guys kind of my thoughts on, on how this music industry is really working nowadays. And I'm not disregarding the internet, just so you guys know, like selling beats online, all that stuff. I just, like I said, I don't think that's part of the industry. I think that's part of uh, an e-commerce play, right? Like a lot of people could just throw splice loops and drums together and then sell beats online. And that's just e-commerce. It's not, you don't have any connections in the music industry. You know, you're not, you're not in the industry. You're not in the room with writers and making records and making money. Your living is not made from making music. It's made from making e-commerce products. I think that's a different thing, but it's not to say that it's not a very viable source of income to feed the actual industry part of it, right? Making real records that, that people are streaming and, and they're consuming and they love and you're getting back in royalties from and building your music business, building your brand, establishing you know who you are as a producer, your sound, right? And getting a fan base together. So use all three. 
right? But these are the two strategies if you're working on music. As a producer, composer, beat maker, you either build with somebody, with an artist or multiple artists and build your own sound, you know, release your own records, your own compositions, put them out, right? Distribute them. Everybody has that. They have DistroKid. You guys have access to that stuff. It's 2021. Or you just pitch placements. You just pitch for libraries. You pitch for publishing placements. You pitch for placements with artists, major label artists, create relationships with um, with A&Rs, uh, music managers, et cetera, and just work for them, right? I say do both and then throw in the e-commerce and boom, there you go. You have a big old business and you're like, ah, I got Grammys, dude, but I also got e-commerce money coming in. I'm so rich, bro. And, uh, you know, then your whole life changes. <laughs> I don't know. That's episode 84, though. Please, you guys, if you haven't already, like the video, drop a comment, ask me some questions, whatever you want to know about music industry stuff. I've been making music for over 20 years. All the content on this page is based on music business, music technology, um, you know, the art, the science, the engineering, the mixing, the mastering. Uh, and, and if you really like this kind of stuff, then subscribe and turn on notifications because we got a lot more coming. Thanks for tuning in. Stay blessed. Stay up. Go make your money. <laughs>